This is where real and virtual motorsport meet. From the ITA studio, to the paddock, to the sim rig. Pull up a chair, pour a drink. This is the Into the Apex Podcast. Into the Apex Podcast. It's Into the Apex with Tyler Bradley. Bradley's actually in the studio. How about that? He's actually here. Yeah, I'm back. He's, Better than he's ever. Back since Daytona. Patrick Stein out of Chicago. Rob is out tonight, so we've got Eric Vukic, who joined us in Daytona. Uh, he's coming to us remotely from Pittsburgh tonight for ProCart Concepts. Good to have you back, Eric, in the studio. And uh, far too long uh, since we've had this guest tonight on, uh, Ash Vandalay joins us uh, from her studio at home. Uh, Ash, it's good to have you on. It's been it's been way too long, and it's been a hell of a year for you. And we're going to kind of dive right into it. But thanks so much for joining us back on the show. Uh, thanks, first of all, for having me. You were my first ever podcast, and um, now you're having me back again, which means a lot. So I appreciate it. Thank you for your time and having me here. Absolutely, it's the third time on, and uh, over the year, I mean, we've been following all year, watching on Twitch, and uh, you've. I mean, you started basically with. F1. F1, I think, was, is it fair to say F1's kind of started your passion in motorsport? Yes, for and sure. Over the past year, it's noticeably expanded because you've gotten into IMSA, uh, you got into the SRO, uh, into NASCAR, which I want to talk a little bit more on in a moment, um, and then also iRacing. Uh, I think we we learned about you December or so last year because your streams of prepping for uh, the virtual Daytona 24. Uh, and and then the F1 streams as well, but uh, really kind of your dive into iRacing because that's since that's kind of our bread and butter here as well. Um, as a matter of fact, just prior to joining the show, you were building and I think an eighty twenty rig uh, for your sim. Um, is that what it is? Um, it's the FGT Elite. Is that what it's, it's a secret I, I game? It's from so. uh, Next Level Racing. Yes, I believe that <laughs> is, is. another. Uh, is that what it is? The, what do I'm they, so sorry. What do they say? Level, the, please don't sue me. <laughs> the aluminum. twenty profile aluminum. Yes. The, the yeah. good, it's the one that looks sturdy. It's the one that looks strong. The good shit, basically. It's uh, the good stuff. In layman's terms. <laughs> it is the good shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It was the A20. Yeah. From next level. <laughs> it, it's it's a yeah. solid. I think that's what it that's was from you. seeing it. Uh, those are solid. Uh, but, I mean... All last year, uh, since we checked in with you last, kind of take us through how things progressed since then, because uh, I know you've been to NASCAR races, SRO races, IMSA races uh, throughout 2022, uh, most recently at the Rolex 24 and uh, here a few weeks ago. Um, how how did last year kind of take off for you? Upwardly, <laughs> pretty well, positively. I Yeah, I kind of just doubled down, I guess. They always tell you as content creators, you have to find your niche. Mm. And I, Formula One, I realized, was too specific of a niche. And everyone's kind of up in Formula One's junk. And mm. I was like, let me take a step back. Because I just enjoy motorsports, right? I just enjoy going to the track. 
I just enjoy learning about things, especially around motorsports, whether it's engineering, marketing, the IT side, everything about it. So I was like, oh, let me find out more about other motorsports because that's pretty cool. So yeah, I started just putzing around in other motorsports, like you said, GT World Challenge America, et cetera. And they've been so nice and welcomed me with such open arms. It was it was such a juxtaposition from Formula One where it has like kind of that elitist flair or vibe. But SRO is like, yeah, yeah, come on in. That's so cool. Do you want to stream? We, we don't. We here's all our rights. I, we don't give a shit. Do whatever you need to do. <laughs> you know, they're like, you want media credentials? We'll give you media credentials. That sounds great. They're like, you have a new audience that we can't tap into. Do your thing. We'd love to have you. And then I came back for the. Indi- I went for Sebring was my first race. Mm. And then the, they had me back for the Indy Eight Hour, and that was awesome. <laughs> it yes. was so nice. Yeah. Well, and then NASCAR the same way. Just I got to go to the Phoenix Finals under media credentials. It was so cool. Yeah, the, the NASCAR piece, um, I'm, I was really happy to see the SRO do that. Um, I fought, We followed you at Sebring. We followed you at the Indy 8 with, of course, the great Daniel Murad getting getting yeah. a good result there. I know we all are yeah. big fans. and uh, But the NASCAR piece, I mean, uh, where what was the – I'm trying to remember. I th- want to say you were at Richmond, which is not too far from us. I know you went to Phoenix. Uh, where did that start with NASCAR? Because uh, obviously, as we speak, the Daytona 500 weekend is here. I know you're doing uh, streams for that on Twitch as well, just as you started with F1. And uh, I think that's smart. Number one, that's smart of NASCAR because of all motorsport, uh, especially major motorsport, F1 is kind of like a tidal wave in the America, kind of overcoming that with the drive to survive phenomenon. And NASCAR is needing all it can to kind of engage uh, in the way that F1 mm-hmm. did. So I got a shout out also Dover Motor Speedway, which is my local track. It's closer than Richmond. It's only an hour and a half, hour 20, and Richmond's about two hours away. Mm. So right, DC, we're kind of in the center of these nice tracks. And then uh, Doug York from Dover Motor Speedway. This was in March. I didn't even think about attending NASCAR. March of last year, right? Formula One is just starting to ramp up. He goes, hey, I watch your streams. I'm so I'm Doug York from director of marketing from Dover Motor Speedway. We'd love to have you out for a NASCAR race. And I was like, I are you, I don't even talk about NASCAR. I maybe I've like mentioned it before or like some big news happened, but um I don't do anything. He's like, I think we can convince you to like it. And I think you can also just show people what going to a race is like and having that behind the scenes stuff. And I was like, Yeah, sure, that sounds great. And man, I keep joining cults in motorsports. It's ridiculous. <laughs> First, the sim racing, now NASCAR. Um, so yeah, big shout out to Doug for being like, for seeing that, I guess, <laughs> outside of anyone else. And yeah, it kind of just spiraled from there. And I was like, I should add NASCAR watch alongs because some people don't have friends or family to watch Formula One with at all times of the wee hours of the morning on the West Coast and East Coast that we know of. Uh, and NASCAR races are like six hours long. It's hard to get friends to come to come over for so long. <laughs> so they just come in and chat and we just hang out. So you go to Dover for the first time. What What is that experience like on the ground to actually get there? Did you have anything in, that you had in mind of what to expect? And, and then how did it play out with what you actually experienced? You have perceptions of NASCAR. I'm, so, I'm sure a lot of people hear NASCAR and they have those connotations and they have a certain type of people go there, et cetera. But when I was surprised, it's extremely family oriented. There was a lot of kids, a lot of families. There's so much to do at the tracks, like outside the tracks. You don't even need tickets to the race. You can watch the race outside because they'll have monitors and TV, but there's so much to do. They have, they had like a little brewery, a local breweries come and like set up um, essentially like a beer garden, which was really cool. They had things for the kids. They had little carnival rides. They had pictures, dri- like the driver signings that we all know um, that are accessible outside of the track. And I got handed a free thing of mashed potatoes. That was great. <laughs> Experience. <laughs> it's, just, Experience it's awesome. <laughs> 
because you right, they have so many sponsors of NASCAR and they're all there. And you get all this free stuff and everyone's yeah. just happy and everyone just wants to watch motorsports and drink some beers and you can bring your own beers in a soft oh, shell wow. cooler. Yes. Yeah, that, that right? sounds very That's much like Indy. See, see, Tyler's behind the eight ball. Tyler hasn't been to a NASCAR event. I know you went to the one that was mixed in the Xfinity race in Indy. But just, he hasn't just been the to, practice. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't yeah. been to a NASCAR track um, since me and him went in senior year of high school 08, in 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went for the first race that was open to the public in 2020 at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And that was the first time I'd been back there since 08. And I was amazed at how the track had changed and the amenities had changed. It felt obviously more modern. And it, it felt honestly to me like going to a basketball game or something like that. Like the way everything was set up behind the stands. Whereas before in 08 and before then, it just... I don't know. It still had that mid nineties vibe to it. So it's, they're definitely trying to reach out. I would agree. Yeah. I mean, you, they have to. So as somebody that's been to IMSA SRO uh, and NASCAR, uh, I mean, you probably, you, you saw it at, you saw it, you saw it at the Rolex brought here the, uh, a few weeks ago is, yes. I mean, that's kind of as close as IMSA gets to that experience of, as Bradley said, a basketball game where you have, pumped up music and a video screen that's visible to a lot of people. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you were at Watkins Glen and I mean, that's a different atmosphere from I'm sure any oval kind of bowl NASCAR race. I mean, an oval NASCAR race at a Charlotte or a Martinsville or a Richmond, it does kind of give you that, that feel of maybe a, just a, a college football game at a much larger type of stadium. I don't know if that's a stretch or not, but uh, there is a hype there. You can kind of see everything, but I mean, the, the way to go about a Watkins Glen or a Sebring uh, or anything, a VIR, is you're going to see a sliver at a time and you have to kind of walk around. It's a very nomadic experience. You have to move around. And if you set camp in one place, you're just not going to see everything. That's true. It's a lot of walking, for yes. absolutely, if you're just putzing around. I keep saying that we need to invest in a golf cart. Like, if we're yes. going to this race, I'm going to put in money for a golf cart and, like, credentials for a golf cart. Mm. I think the really cool culture of IMSA or going to, the, like, NASCAR, I think they do this as well, is the RV slash camping experience. Yes. I think the Daytona 24, uh, the first thing that sells out is the camping grounds Yes. Um, besides the seating. And I think that's cool. And I think there might be some camping around Spa for Formula One, but I don't think I've heard about it or really seen it, or they haven't told that side of the story yet because they're trying. To, we're trying to be cool and snooty. <laughs> um, I got such beef with that perception because we're all just hanging in a garage with a bunch of oil and yes. our entire vibe, yeah. like stuff everywhere. Like we're just. Who do you think you are? <laughs> um, it's uh, four wheels and an engine, but yeah. I love the camping aspect because I took. And then they told me before when you parked, you can, they have these really cool, essentially long golf carts. So you can mm. just, you don't have to walk the whole entire day, yeah. which I appreciate. And you just go through the camping grounds and people are there. They've set up spots with either friends. So it's like one big compound essentially. And they have fires going, they have barbecues going. People are, Hey, do you mind if I borrow this? They're like, yeah, sure. Come on over. You're hungry. We have extra food. Like come hang out with us or music and people bring their own stands or they um, sit on their own like elevation to watch over the track, which I think is so phenomenal. Mm. Um, Oh, do not arrive there. You're not welcome. But I, <laughs> I love so that kind of feel. It's like a huge like community. We're all hanging out for this weekend. This is what we're doing. This is our world. Everything yes, else is yeah. blocked off. This is all that matters right now in our little globe section sliver of the world. Yeah, that's that's a, the first thing I noticed. Uh, this was our second year in the Rolex. Just the energy that you feel when you come through that tunnel 
and you see, you smell the campfires, you smell food, you, you just hear golf carts and things moving about. There's just such a motion. Like, I just want to stand back and watch everything happen. There's, it's not like that in anything else. I mean, I've been inside the pits for NASCAR, and yet it's hectic and energetic. But there's just there's something about an IMSA event. Um, I've heard, actually this year at Daytona, I heard some people talking next to me. And some guy said something about, I don't know if he was talking about NASCAR, IndyCar, whatever. He said he went to a race like that at one of the regular like cookie-cutter tracks and got a pit pass, and he said, it's just, I'm spoiled. IMSA has spoiled me. Um, and I know, Eric, this was your first day, Rolex 24 with us, too. And you, I think you caught a little whiff of, oh, I, of that energy. I couldn't, I couldn't believe the amount of, of uh, thought that people put into their camp spaces and their setups yeah. at IMSA. <laughs> I mean, like you said, the second we came out of that tunnel, I was blown away. And I was, I was instantly like, that. I could do that. I, like, I'd have my friends down. I'd have the RV. If I could get other guys with RVs, we'd create a little compound, like you said, Ash. Like we'd, you know, we'd have a setup. Like that is that is right up my alley, um, where you you just you set up a home base and you enjoy your time with your friends and other people that enjoy motorsport. And I, I think, especially for me and and with the whole into the Apex thing, um, and then going to the 24, I couldn't believe the camaraderie that you get to have. Like you know, normally in your everyday life, there aren't a ton of people that, you know, that love motorsport that are, you know, obsessed with motorsport that want to go see races and experience it. And at four o'clock in the morning, you know, those type of things, you don't, you don't get that. Um, so seeing that excitement from tons of people, uh, that, that was just, just remarkable for my first experience. I loved it. I mean, I know some people might have in their head, they might inappropriately be like, wow, what a, like, what a bunch of like low lives camping, like at, like what, yeah. as, I don't think you understand. These RVs are like 60 yeah, so you, grand. First yeah, of all, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. when you see, when you see a, uh, an $800,000 RV that's parked there, I mean, I was looking up some of the, some of the brands and some of the, the models of them, I mean, 800,000, a million dollar <laughs> RV. Yep. They, you look them up online. They've got tile floor on the inside. They've, it's just They're crazy. Nice. But, mm-hmm. They'd be nicer than like my DC starter apartment that I was in like <laughs> two years ago. You know? And then people had like their Ferraris and their Porsches that they came yeah. with to yes. either attach to the RVs. Like these this is serious. Like this yeah. is not like, oh, we're camping in a tent for five dollars. These these I mean you could if you wanted to, but most <laughs> we, of these we, RVs we are really, really pricey. <laughs> yeah, we did do that at Watkins Glen last year. It was great. Until uh Sunday night when we thought we were gonna be blown over. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> But we are doing, I mean, uh, you nail it with the camping. I know uh, longtime listeners of this show know that that we have, I mean, we've waxed poetic, as I say, about camping at, at, at IMSA races and road courses. So uh, we we did, Bradley and I did it at Watkins Glen last year. We're going to do it again. We've got, I think, four between all of the Into the Apex folks. We've got four what? camping sites uh, booked uh, for Watkins Glen this year. And I we're going to go all back. connected too. Yes. They're all side. So we're going to basically have a compound campground. We're circling the wagons. We're folks. circling the wagons at Watkins Glen. I'm uh, bringing this mobility. year. We're going to grow every year. And yes. Take over. Eventually we will own an entire corner at Watkins Glen of plots. But I mean, it was amazing because we, I mean, we went downtown briefly, <laughs> uh, checked out the lake, uh, went to one of the, a couple of the shops, Otherwise, we did not leave walk- the inside of Watkins Glen for several a few days, and it was outstanding. 
I mean, you don't have to set an alarm because your alarm is a, a Cadillac DPI engine in morning warm up. <laughs> uh, it, it really is a great experience. Uh, if you catch the right location, the right weather, and have the right, you know, setup, it's it's the coziest thing in the world. It just it it, it there's nothing like it. Uh, so I, I think you hit the nail on the head by making that observation because that is very unique to motorsport, uh, road racing. I think, but I, I mean, I think like you say, NASCAR. I think NASCAR has always had that. Uh, if you go to the Indy 500, there there are campers and people set up camp all within Speedway Indiana. Um, so maybe I mean I've not been F1's the only thing we haven't seen yet, and uh, I get that bougie. As much as I love F1, uh, if Rob were here, he would say the same thing: is that he was yelled at for looking through a fence he hadn't paid to look at in Montreal. So it F1 may be lacking in that, perhaps, but uh, motorsport generally that that camping experience is is absolutely next level. He said, like, if Rob were here, like, he passed away. I'm just letting everyone know it's listening that he has not passed no, away. He's, he's just- Rob's on a date with his nice lady is what Rob, it is. Mrs. Rob, who <laughs> he will be marrying in March, uh, they are out Woo. tonight. Yes, they are out tonight. Uh, so Eric is is a solid replacement. Yes, Rob, <laughs> Rob has not passed. <laughs> Otherwise, this episode <laughs> this episode would be named after Rob uh, in, fa- in good fashion. Bobby uh, G. Bobby <laughs> G. Um, but NASCAR still has that, that tailgate feeling, which I'm surprised like F1 in America hasn't grasped onto yet, maybe because they don't allow it. Um, they're a little more strict, right? Everything's inside the track. You have to buy yes. your ticket to enter and then you can have fun. But meanwhile, all these things can happen outside. Like you buy a parking pass for Daytona, like don't even go inside the track. Just do everything outside, right? Let's <laughs> just go inside the infield or um, things like that. So I wonder where it, the disconnect is or there's no culture around it yet. Um, but yeah, NASCAR people will come before the race. They, again, they won't even come into the race. They'll just hang out outside because the because tr- the tracks offer so much to yeah. do and facility wise and things like that. So, yeah, I, I think that's absolutely true. Um, I mean, F one, I feel like it's going in a different direction in, in the U.S. because I mean they add they add races, they continue to add races, but you know Miami, Vegas. I mean, they're obviously it's not going in a more economical sense for the fans. I think I thought I couldn't afford Miami. And then Vegas called Miami poor. Yeah, that was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. It, it becomes, and then it building fences that you can't see through. So they're like blocking off people's yes. views for any like, things like that. I thought that was wild. Yeah. yeah. And and that's, I mean, Rob, he said that he was on the show from Montreal last uh, summer. And um, mm-hmm. that his experience was he paid, he paid a good sum. He traveled all the way to Montreal and uh, he, he felt, I mean, he felt like his experience, he could not see well, I mean, hardly anything. And, and he, he found a good vantage point, and and as I said, I mean, he joked about it, but it's true. He got yelled at for looking through a fence he hadn't paid to look through, and yeah. it wasn't that great of a view. Well, it's just, and that's what I said about the difference. That comment I overheard in Daytona is you have at the top of the extreme F1 trying to be for the ultra-rich or the well-connected, and then you have, I'd say, probably at but the bottom. Why? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a global thing. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I, and I understand that. I That's part of the, some of the lore of it, perhaps, uh, and especially with the drive to survive. It kind of just, I mean, you're wearing a McLaren hoodie. How much did that cost you, Tyler? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so oh, we can talk about merch. That yeah. pisses me off, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Over, wearing the overpriced, 20- so screen printed items. I, this McLaren 2023 Castor hoodie arrived today. So I'm wearing it on the show. It's going to be out of date by like mid-season when they get new sponsors. Or yeah. New yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when, when the a, worst part. When a new cryptocurrency company comes along. Yeah. Uh, 
No, I am. Um, I am very defense <laughs> contractors and casinos. Okay, keep up with the times yeah. here. Cyber security. Raytheon sponsoring the Capitals and NHL. Right. <laughs> like we- twenty twenty three, the year of cybersecurity rather than crypto. Uh, yeah. Yes, I am ashamed to say Bradley calls me out. I am ashamed to say I'm paying installments for this goddamn hoodie. <laughs> Oh my God, dude! Come on, man. Do you need money? I will send you money to pay for that I mean, hoodie. I will do a GoFundMe for a McLaren hoodie without, sh- well, with some shame. But Patrick Brad- looks like he's gonna cry right now. This isn't the blue light special at Kmart, man. Come on, get with it. I, what we I mean, I'll buy. I'll, I'll shop around for my merch. I'll, I'll take the two-year-old merch because it doesn't matter to me. As long as it says what so, I want to so say. So you're buying, you're paying S- for the McLaren word, and what you get is all these companies. The only thing I know on this hoodie is McLaren and Pirelli. I don't know anything else. What is Alteryx? What is VMware? What is FX Pro? Nobody I don't know, cares. They don't pay me. So, so what you're saying, Bradley, is you're buying this, uh, and next year you're going to buy the Sebastian Vettel yes. Aston Martin. I've, I've already looked. Extra small. <laughs> Turns out <laughs> the discount, the European size. Yes. Yeah. That was European, that's what got me with the McLaren hoodie. Yes. And I'm like trying to put my like arms through the hole and I'm like, God damn it. Oh, yes. Well, Tyler, uh, oh, I've we, been we there. We run into the same thing with carding. In carding, I order a European like large and it comes in. I'm like, well, okay, that's that's two sizes too small for me. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to order the extra, extra large. And I order that and I'm like, this is still kind of tight. You know, yeah. you get the European sizes. <laughs> that is so. absolutely true. We are... Yep. We are slobs, apparently. <laughs> See, so my tip for, for merch in the F1 world, wait for the days after the team wins or does really well. They do oh, like yeah. celebration sales. So like that's yeah. where I get my Mercedes merch and that type of stuff. Anytime they win or right at the end of the season on Black Friday, that's that's when to go shopping for the, but the, the most F1 di- merch. Since we're talking merch in F1, the mo- basically, and since I'm wearing a hoodie that folks will see on the video... Um, the most dangerous thing I found, and, and they don't sponsor us whatsoever. I'm just going to give a free plug to those Americans that love F1 and others motorsport, but mostly F1. CMC, CMC Motorsport out of New Jersey. Uh, they get all of the European stuff, the the authentic F1 gear in a timely manner. And you don't have to have it shipped from Europe. You don't have to have it shipped with conversions. And since I learned about CMC Motorsport, that's been very dangerous for me because uh, I have been paying installments on a couple of items over the past two years. <laughs> it, it, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a merch, I'm a merch fiend. I don't know what to say. It's it's an addiction. It's a problem. But um, he's a merch whore. That's what. He well, is, that's that's honest. if you want to go extreme, Patrick. That is true. Uh, yeah, I'll go extreme. You're a merch whore. <laughs> Yeah, but that, I'd love to equate his merch collection to how many carts he could have. Like how many carts, how many motors, at least you know, that one. type of stuff. That's that's how I would do it. What could you be doing instead? <laughs> I, I could have a BMW Fanatec sim wheel. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so I want to progress a bit. We've we've uh, kind of ragged on F one a bit, which I think it, it should get. <laughs> Uh, we've talked a bit of NASCAR. It can hold its own. It can, it, it can it take can, care yeah, of itself. It can hold its own, yeah. F1, it doesn't need our money. F1 That's true. is an adult. They can handle it. Uh, but I, I want to get to, so uh, folks on the video uh, can see, uh, but for folks on the audio and the radio, uh, you're wearing your TK hat, Tony Kanaan. Uh, yes. And we've obviously had some big news this week that Tony Kanaan, racing with Aaron McLaren, IndyCar team, uh, will make his finale in IndyCar at this year's Indy 500 uh, with that team. 
And uh, I want to get your comments because I know, uh, knowing your history, that uh, you're not wearing that hat uh, for no reason. Uh, TK was somebody that uh, viewed you early and gave you a, a lot of uh, props early on in your career as a content creator for Motorsport. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to just get kind of give you some comments on on what it's like to see him finish that because he's become and I think we all can agree that when he finishes his career in the real motorsport world he's an icon to be in the sim racing world uh, with his products with his streaming I mean he he understands what you and, and other content creators are doing on Twitch for sim racing mm-hmm. and motorsport overall so I want to kind of give you some time to comment on his closure uh, of his career at real racing the videos that they put out were incredible. Like those are some good storytelling, like heartstring tugging. I'm tearing up. Like mm. remember the Titans yeah. moments. Right. And I think they did a great job on those like storytelling videos, which I think we need a lot more of what TK has done very well for himself is just besides being a driver, being so accessible to the fans and showing like, he'll go through his videos and be like, this is what I was thinking when this happened. This is what I did. Like you see like Lauren watching when like TK one and she's watching. She's like, I remember that moment. I was so like happy. Right. Like we're crying like tears of joy. Then he talks about the milk, right. Spills it all over himself. And then he like pauses and he goes, that was the worst decision I ever did. Cause I had to sit in that milk for three hours afterwards. (laughs) So you get those moments of, this is a person that you want to see succeed because they're so kind and going out of their way and their time to give us those insights as fans and give us that information. Um, and like, yeah, like you mentioned that he was very, he's been very, so kind of I mean, him and Lauren have been extremely supportive and sending over his merch during the last Indy 500 when he was racing. So we can sport it on stream biasly as I try to be remain unbiased, but come on, he was so close. Oh and yeah. Yeah. Just supporting early on. And he still does. Like, he pops in the stream. He'll say hello again, busy man. And I'm always surprised like himself and Daniel Morad always pop in. Cause they're yes. like Daniel Morad's in Sebring and he stopped by the stream when I was building my rig and he's like, Oh, do you need help setting that up? I was like, thank you. That's so nice. <laughs> like you don't get like other sports don't really do that. You don't yeah, get no. that accessibility um, and that humanity and that peace. So uh, it's going to be a great Indy 500. I'm excited. Um, also a little sad, right? Those honestly, those videos made me tear up. They were, yeah. they were so well-written. Mm-hmm. Um, by McLaren and Indy, so he couldn't be with a better team, and and uh, he was so Absolutely. close. He was so close with Ganassi last year. Uh, yet, I mean, McLaren's been solid with a P two. I mean, just coming up short last year. He he's with a solid team. If he's not with Ganassi, be with McLaren because they've mm-hmm. they've yeah. got a good record there. And um, I, I want to say I, I you may be too humble to say, but I'm going to say this just to give you the props uh, because. On Twitter, uh, at Ash Vandelay, uh, your cover story, as I think it should be and as anyone would be, is, is the message from Tony on your Twitch stream saying, she is famous, chat. She is my fave streamer. And that's, <laughs> that's why I say I know the history is that uh, TK has been supportive and uh, he certainly knows, knows good talent when he sees it. So uh, I know that's, that's close to home to see him close out his career, but we, we all know that He's going to continue on Twitch, on iRacing, and uh, he's. You always see if you go into a hosted sessions on iRacing, you always see TK having multiple sessions going. I mean, the yeah. man is an iRacing monster, and I'm sure he's yeah. not going to slow that down. I mean, he has a team in eNASCAR now with yes. iRacing, yeah. which is pretty sweet. Yep. That's awesome. Well, he's got. I he's mean, learning he, how to diversify, right? Like you're. He's not stuck in just like, oh, I got to do IndyCar or as iRacing calls it, US Open Wheel Series. Like you have to. Um, 
diversifying. He sees that. And he's like, he's embraced social media when a lot of like motorsport people are like, oh, sim racing, social media. Like, that's so yeah. weird. That's so I'm like, no, that's where the people are. And people want to see the behind the scenes. People want to see your personality. So, and he's, he's done an incredible job. Bradley saw it firsthand in at micro center in Atlanta. I mean, he's got, yeah, I walk in, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I walk in, I see that TK logo that's on your hat. I see this, the colors, and I see a big banner with Tony's face on it. <laughs> and then I look, and it's literally heaven on earth. It's an entire aisle of sim racing gear. And then to top it off, um, and we put a video up of it on our Instagram, there's a full rig set up with all the TK stuff. Um, and I got to test it out, and it's I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, some of the some top of the line stuff I would hope to get in the future. Um, so he's got a lot going on, and a lot of a lot of stake in the sim racing community between he and Gomez sim industries, having that on a storefront at micro center. I mean, mm-hmm. those, those are, I, I kind of equate those to like top golfs. I mean, they're, they're in major cities. They're not, they're not as common, but to have that in generally a storefront in major cities and in the country, at least, I mean, you're exposing sim racing. If you're, if you're giving demos out in those stores, who knows who's going to start sim racing. And if you just get into sim racing, typically you're going to get into real racing. So it's good for it's good on multiple fronts. I feel. I think how Micro Center and, and Tony Kanaan have kind of brought it m- so much more mainstream than than sim racing had been before. Um, you know, I, I'm recently into sim racing, but I had known that you know Tony had done sim sim racing for a long time. And then when I was shopping for sim stuff, you know, the rig and the gear and the particularly the wheels and everything, you know, I wanted something quality that was right up, right up front, you know, a really good quality setup. And you look and like, you can't beat Gomez, like the top mm-hmm. of the line. And then you look, you know, Tony's partnered with them and, and getting some good aluminum profile rigs out there. And it's at a store where you can go see it. Um, you know, the, it's just, it's phenomenal. It's one of the best things that's happened for sim racing. Yeah. It's, uh, so when we, I was testing the rig with some other people, I had just gotten, uh, my new CrowdStrike Mercedes jacket that I, I got in the charity auction from Opmos. Giving me shit about merch. I know. Well, this was for charity and <laughs> it was a, so it's a team jacket you can't buy. <laughs> it's a team jacket and I was wearing it cause it was a little chilly. It was around Christmas. And I'm sitting on the rig, and there's people that obviously don't know what racing or sim racing. They didn't know what it was. And people start stop, and they look. I notice they're looking at me like, what is this? Is this like a Is this a driver that's here to demo. demoing this stuff? I, I felt like hot shit, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, but, but, but more to the point, people Bradley, turn you are heads. hot shit. You are. Uh, thank you. Thank you for hyping <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit of a race car driver myself. But, uh, <laughs> but more to the point, I use virtual reality headset. I mean, I, hey, it works. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bradley, do you have a bumper sticker? My I other car is fourteen ninety five. dollars No, but I do, I do want the 4X bumper sticker. I want the 4X. <laughs> but no, the the main point there is people turn their heads. They looked at how that everyone thinks of the cheapest toy wheel that you can get. And when they think of sim racing, they think of like Forza or some sort of console. They see something like that that's extremely next level. And their interest is is peaked. It turns heads. Then they look at the price tag cool. and they keep on walking. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a little pricey. I I have so here in the studio room, I have my uh, Fanatec CSL DD and the Fanatec Formula Wheel and everything. The the rig set up. And uh, when I bring folks in to kind of quote unquote show it off, I mean, I'll crank up that force feedback and 
kind of get like, oh, you'll break your wrist on this. You'll break your wrist if you if you don't do this right. So you kind of go through that motion and and kind of show it off and share it. Uh, the I will not do that anymore because I will say, uh, the last person that was new to racing broke their wrist. Racing, well, everybody, I don't know about anybody else. If you've had anybody hang out, you know, come visit you at home and you, mm-hmm. you have a couple beverages, yes, and you say. Try this, try this out, you know, for, to somebody new. And you're like half wanting to show off, half hoping that they love it and want to get into it. Uh, I will not do that anymore because the last person I had, everybody's afraid to put their thumbs in the formula wheel because they think their thumbs will snap off, uh, which mm-hmm. is somewhat irrational. Uh, I mean, you look, you have no thumbs. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's true. I have, I have nubs. <laughs> this would work if we weren't on video, but yeah. I have nubs. <laughs> I, have, I have nubs. Fan, thanks, Manatech. Uh, immersion. But... Uh, it actually broke my wheel to rig connection. I had to go to a hardware store and buy tools to f- fix my damn rig because it was oh weird. It was handled too that someone was using roughly you? yes. So I oh, think okay. I need a next level rig because I don't have a or just stop showing it off. That's that's my conclusion. Is people that are going to roughly handle my rig, which <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. But <laughs> should, should, yes, hope you're not doing it for free. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I, I digress. I digress. Is is uh, watch who you let handle your rig. They might break it. That's that's the moral of that. Brief. I mean, it's. I like when people jump in, but I realize all the things that I take for granted that I already know how to do, which was the shifting, the pit limiter, um, and all that. St- like you can't just accelerate and go for it, right? Like you just. And I'm like explaining this. Like I'm standing right next to him. I was like, you have to put. And it's overwhelming when you're first yeah. in it yeah. and you're explaining, do this, do this. Do this. Like, there's like 60 things you have to do at the same exact time and I need you to do them. And they're like, I just want to try. Yes. Yeah. Have you had anybody get severely motion sick getting in it? Yes. No, I, not I had yet. a family member get in and they jumped in and they were having fun. And then about four minutes in, they could barely get out of the rig. Like they were so motion sick. They're like, is I that, can't is do that this. VR or I'm is that throwing. monitors? No monitor. Well, really? I mean, it's a, that's why wrap around monitor, but yeah, Still. I mean, it, they were sick as a dog. Wow, monitor wise, I, that that would be a first. I mean, I think anybody that tries the VR headset certainly. I mean, I I had that as well. Yeah, we're VR. Really... I didn't like myself either. That made me definitely a little motion sick. Yeah, it's. I mean, it has its perks, but I mean. I don't know. I just didn't feel on top of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, if I'm being super honest, if I spend $300 on a Fanatec steering wheel with lights and buttons, I want to see them. I mean, that's that may be cheap bastard Tyler talking, but I want to see what I pay for. I don't want to have something over my eyes and see the virtual version. So uh, see, I, I do want VR. Go ahead. Well, I was go ahead, Eric, because I'm going to kind of switch uh, gears a bit. I I tried VR with I think it was the Quest Two, I think that's what it was, um, whatever the one Facebook Meta whatever it is they make Oculus Quest yeah. Two or whatever I tried that and the resolution just wasn't there for me like I would love to try yes. one of the really high end ones like yeah. the the Varhos or you know something like that and give it a shot again like I enjoyed the immersion but my my issue with it was was at least with that one of the cheaper pieces is that you know I couldn't pick out the apex or the breaking right. points as clear as I needed to. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'd be willing to give it a shot again. But I I also agree with Tyler. Like I I, I have a nice wheel. I have a semi cube wheel, and I want to like the oh, buttons wow. and everything. I want to 
grab those and adjust them and you know set my traction control and all those that stuff so I mean, when Bradley tells me I can't do another stint in an endurance race because my eyes are sweating, that's a turnoff. I'm sorry. But it's, <laughs> it's as though you were in a helmet, though. Okay, I mean, okay, if that's what you want to say. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'll, me and Rob will sell VR all day long for the, <laughs> for the immersion factor. And I mean, it feels like it's, it's made me faster. Um, uh, you just have to, uh, like Eric said, you have to find the right headset for you. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, the higher you go, the more expensive. And that's, but same, I mean, triple monitors are going to cost you just as the same. You could save on parts of a rig if you get a VR headset. So it's, it's a trade off. Mm-hmm. It's personal preference. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. As we dive deeper, in, as we dive into sim racing, uh, eye racing, uh, I want to kind of get into with you, Ash, about, uh, it's, it's quite recent. I know I, th- I want to say with the Daytona 24 trip with, uh, you were kind of enmeshed with Turner Motorsports but you've uh, kind of joined the BS competition team, uh, mm-hmm. which is a BMW factory sim racing team. I think it's fair to say uh, they're well-established and we we're fans of them on the show because longtime listeners of this show know that we've, we've pretty much shat upon any sim racing team that cheats or has a terrible attitude or disposition. And I, I have to say over three years plus now uh, of being involved with sim racing, especially BS Competition has always been transparent. They've never had issues. Uh, it's a team that I, I really can get behind. So I guess my point with that is I'm glad that's a team that you're involved with, number one. He's trying to say he's glad it's not Team Redline. Yeah, it's, the hell with Team Redline. <laughs> but a bunch of cheating He's doing bastards. a lot of talking to, to not say Redline. Yeah, a bunch of cheating bastards. And Williams Esports lately. Too. We've already talked, we talked about <laughs> so that. So heated. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. That's out of our system. But I want to kind of, I want to get you, no, probably not. Uh, I still have things to process, maybe in therapy, if I were involved. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was last week's episode. It, it was. Therapy. It was a therapeutic, iRacing psychology. Uh, but BS Competition, you get involved with them. Uh, it seemed like they, they really welcomed you and they got you enmeshed with Turner. And I, I want to kind of hear mm-hmm. about that experience because that's a hell of a way to, to sh- get into the Daytona 24 uh, I assume it was the first your first visit to the twenty four, and you and you really got to experience it with Turner, and uh, and that seems to have come in part to sim racing. A lot of credit to sim racing for that with BS competition. Yeah, it's it's wild how that all works out. It really started like with a connection in Watkins Glen, and um, met some Turner guys there. And then one of the Turner guys is like, "Hey, I'll put you in touch with BS Plus." And I I talked to Florian, who's in charge. And um, I realized real quick that Florian, I think exactly like how we were talking about TK earlier, just understands the mesh of real world and sim racing and content creation can all be one. And you kind of need both of them currently to survive in this climate. If you want your driver to be popular, if you want your series to be popular, you got to create cool content that people want to watch behind the scenes stuff, et cetera. And he got that. And I was like, okay, thank you. Cause every other motorsports person I've talked to is like, Oh, I don't know. What do you do again? Uh, I don't get it. I don't understand. I, and then I explain yeah. it and they're like, no, don't worry about it. I'll never get it. I don't want to learn. And I was like, okay, Jesus, like, you sound like a mm. boomer. Um, so I really appreciated how he was like, yeah, like tell me what you do. So we were trying to stream a little bit. Like, how do you stream? How do you see that? Like, what's your business side of it? And I was like, yes, this is me. Yeah. Streaming is definitely a business, but we just care about motorsports a lot and we want to get it out there. So I really appreciated that. And then Turner was like, hell yeah, coming in here. And I was like, yes. yes. So I got a little nice little employee badge yes. at a park in the employee lot, which was sweet. Um, 
And yeah, they let me hang around for the 24 hours, check out in their pit box, which is really nice. Um, and check out their garages, just be in their face with a, my phone camera and <laughs> get all the experience of a 24 that you would want for your first time. So I'm very fortunate for Turner and BS Plus. Absolutely. What was Very your, few uh, people understand the significance of the employee parking until they go to a race. God. Yes. It makes such a huge difference. That is for sure. Um, what, was, what was the experience from, from being close to the team, uh, being in the pits for at least a good chunk of the time, if not the whole time, uh, for a 24-hour race like Daytona? Did you come away with any impressions or surprises? Did you see any... Any tips or tricks that, that they did to kind of keep going over that time? On television and social media, they make it look easy. But the chaos that happens in those pits, whether it's a clean a clean tire change or not clean tire change, like something fucks up, like it is a constant, just like well-orchestrated chaos is the best way I can say it. They each have the role. They know what they're doing. But the amount of hustle these guys have throughout the 24 hours and constantly keeping up that, making sure you're – constantly quick on the tire change whether it's 2 a.m or 2 p.m um that everyone's well informed of what's going on the strategy changes etc oh the strategy thing i think people don't see a lot on television yeah. with formula one you kind of do with tires and weather and mm-hmm. variables undercut overcut but in a 24-hour race i mean you might miss it or just not pay attention to it and realize how big of a variable it is so it was really cool to see all the data on their screens that they have there and see them talk to each other and try to figure it out what's going on what pit stop to do no we need you to keep going you need to conserve your tires now etc that was that was something different and really awesome. Um, as far as the 24 hour race, I mean, we, we thought about it this year because it was quite a bit warmer than last year, which was our first mm-hmm. 24. Um, how, how much were you able to endure? Uh, I'm assuming like us, we, we thought about doing the whole 24 at the track. Eric got close. Eric got close. I was Bruce and I were chilling in the infield, I had my feet. We we grabbed some chairs from the bar area. Had our feet up, just relaxing. And I was like, I all I want is a is a short shower and like a two hour nap. That's all I want. And Bruce and I agreed on it. And we uh, we both departed at that point. Did you get close to what? What were your time frames? I no, mean, as far no, as, no. I didn't get close. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. I fireworks happened was it around 10 mm-hmm. yeah 10 o'clock yep. i think 10 o'clock. and then at uh, 10 30 i was in the car <laughs> <laughs> i did not i got back early though which was nice like 6 a.m yes. i was like we're, we're taking an early start but i am i not that i'm old i'm only 30 but i was like i need sleep i have nothing to prove to anyone yeah we did see people setting up hammocks in the grandstands and like a whole camping situation in the grandstands of like yeah. pillows or jackets and People were just ready to sleep there if they had to. And at some point, yeah, the cars are just white noise, and it's really mm-hmm. nice. But no, I was not going to accept myself to 24 hours. I've been crazy. See, I, I we feel like I, I have something to prove to, my, to myself, not to anybody else. <laughs> I maybe, agree. Maybe, I agree. Maybe next year. Maybe yeah. not this past year. I, the way I maybe call, if we all get an RV together, I will do 24 hours where there's like a – there's like a space to go back to Yes, where you're like, let me recoup real quick. Let me just sit here in a second. Let me just eat some snacks, drink some water. All right, we're back out there. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that. You need to have a base camp or it's, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. for, in our case, it was stay at the track at some point, probably scientifically, biologically you have sleep. To sleep at the track because we had an Airbnb 30, 30 minutes yeah. north of Daytona. Yeah. So yeah. We Bradley and I had a decision to make, and it was a tough decision because, because we knew Patrick would tap out. 
Yeah, Patrick tapped out. Uh, of course, of course. <laughs> I Patrick wanted to enjoy his, the end of the race. Patrick I didn't needs want to be beauty suffering. sleep. Yeah, and look what happened. Even though I got, my <laughs> yeah. Patrick yeah. had a medical emergency. Patrick had a. Medical I had a medical emergency. I situation, see. guys. Come on, situation. You Boy, interpreted emergency. Well, according to Rob, it was an emergency. We got whisked away from the uh, victory lane celebration. I'm going to keep my mouth shut for now. <laughs> Patrick's okay. The bottom line is he's here. Patrick, it was pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. It was yeah, pretty I, bad. I, I yeah, it's not it's a fair statement. Uh, it looked a How was leaving after the victory, all the podium stuff? It wasn't bad, I would say. No, it wasn't no, bad at all. Bad. Not at all. How long did it take you to get out? 15 to Maybe 20 minutes. Like a 15, 20 minutes, no. yeah. No, oh. uh, nothing compared to the Indy 500. That's all Yeah, the Indy 500 is something <laughs> completely, yeah. I mean, three to four hours max to get out of the Indy 500. About two to get in. Yeah, I'd say an hour and a half to two to get but in. But I will say this. Out. I will say this. Um, the Indy 500, is, it's worth all of that. Even knowing up front that, I mean, basically the best pro tip for the Indy 500 is tailgate before and after the race tailgate until i mean be prepared to tailgate after the race and don't even bother trying to leave the parking lots because yeah. it's going to take forever and uh just chill out and relax um have dinner ready or any of your what? listeners work for indycar or know some people at ims i would love to stream from ims doing my watch along that i do for indycar you can put me in a broom closet yeah but just like it would just be cool to be like, I am at Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the Indy 500. Because I'm going to do a watch along anyway. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just put me there. I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> you know I was interested. Or know some people. I, I think you, I, I definitely would love to see that. Because I think that, I mean, you've been to a ton of racing in 2022. That is an event that no matter how you get there, that's it's, it's going to be totally worth it. And uh <laughs> Talk about connecting with your audience, though. If you, if you like, do something like that, sure, I won't show the race. I'll show Peacock. I don't care. I'll do whatever I have to do. But imagine just being like, yeah, you can just come here and hang out with this Twitch streamer who's in our broom closet and with like an IMS logo in the background. I mean, I mean, I think I feel like I mean with NASCAR, I mean they're they're getting smart about it. F one, um, you're the top motorsport streamer in the U.S. Um, uh, but that kind of watch along. I mean, look at what this is kind of switching gears topic wise, but for those in America that are NFL fans, look at what ESPN is doing with uh, the Manning brothers. Uh, I mean, Mm -hmm. watch alongs, watch alongs are making it to mainstream sports channels, uh, at least here in the U S that's, that's a phenomenon that it's an enjoyable way to watch. You don't always need the traditional color, color, color commentary, because sometimes if you're, if you like Eric, he made a great point about motorsport and about what was so enjoyable at the, about the Rolex Twenty Four, being there, meeting up with, and being around people you know are knowledgeable, passionate motorsport fans. Motorsport still, despite you know, drive to survive, whatever, uh, mm. it's it's a niche thing and it's not as popular in say, for example, North America as football, basketball, baseball, in around the world maybe soccer slash football. It's not as mainstream as, as quite as those. Uh, America, I think more so. I think it's still a delayed thing in America, especially road racing. Uh, so to get somebody that can break that down with you, I mean, you got to run into them through something like this uh, at the track and sit by them and start up a conversation. So these watch, you know, a watch along or a live stream is a way to accomplish that on the regular remotely. And uh, I could certainly see what where the value is in that. 
it just provides a different avenue. Like I think I, I might have mentioned this before on your podcast, but I've definitely said it where each stream, like Twitch is like a bar. Yeah. And you just and all of us have our favorite bar in our local area that we like yeah. to go to because we just like that bar, but then your friend might have a different one because of different reasons. And that's fine. But right, my bar has a specific set of rules and vibes that if you want to come hang out and you can, but there's also other bars or other personalities that you can go hang out and watch. You're not just stuck with one color commentary person and one other, like you're not just stuck with those personalities. You just go hang out somewhere else. And the big thing about Twitch is interaction. Like I will read your comments out loud and we will have a discussion. Your point will be made or your opinion will be heard one way or another. Um, and you can't do that on live television. You're just watching yeah. <laughs> other people do it. So you kind of get like your, your attention, you get your opinion heard. You have a discussion with someone else about the sport that you love and that we all love. So just a little bit different side to it. Yeah, that's what's like. Uh, I mean, I think it's fair to say we're all, we're all millennials here. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure uh, that's that's what we want. We want choice. We don't want a lot of what's happened is with. I mean, it's a broader commentary, but we want the choice, and we want, we don't want the old option just because it's the thing that's always been. Um, so, like with Twitch, or if you're if you're streaming a race and you're watching, and there's we want community involvement. We don't want to just watch mm-hmm. something on TV, have it presented to us. Um, it's a lot about that community. And it's for us, I think a lot of it, I speak for myself and I know Tyler, if we're not able to go, like, for example, we're not going to be in Sebring. You start to miss the more races you go to, especially with Emza, you start to miss that atmosphere. And so you start mm-hmm. to try to replicate it from home. Um, mm-hmm. Whether that's, looking at Reddit, the M's of Reddit while you're watching the race and having a discussion or in any way you can get it. Um, so, and that's a fantastic way to get it, uh, through Twitch and through, uh, watching along with somebody else. Yeah. A a group of people, not, not just the person streaming, but the community that's engaged in the chat. Yeah. People have side conversations about something completely different and I'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. (laughs) Enjoy Like you clearly met someone who you're vibing with. Like, um, I'm, well, I'm going to let you go. I know it's been it's been a quite a, a hell of a segment here. It's been almost a year since we've had you on, which is far too long. Uh, we definitely want to have you back, uh, either at a track, hopefully uh, this year, uh, or remotely. Uh, but yeah, Indy 500. Let's do it. Let's do. Oh hell yeah! We'll be at uh, <laughs> we'll be at Daredevil. Oh, Daredevil for the third yes. year straight. We'll be at if you come to the Indy 500, we will be at Daredevil Brewery. There'll, there will be uh, pitchers of beer. There will be pitcher, yes, pitchers of beer and uh, good vibes. Uh, well, I got to throw the PKC plug in here. Ash, you said you're DC area? Yes. If you want to make it up to pit race, we'll throw you in a go-kart. There we go. Wait, where, where is this? Where am I going? Pittsburgh. Just tell, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh. 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 Yeah. We we did it. Yeah, I would advise. I didn't want to say Pittsburgh like that. <laughs> Yenzers. Yeah. Of, they're all Yenzers. Yenzers. Right? Yeah. <laughs> So if you want to uh, if you want to try out cart racing, we'll uh, we'll get you in a cart up here. Ten out of ten would recommend. Yes, definitely. It was good. And um, we, got, we got a little wait, hot lap on the track. That? That'd be sick. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Dude, that'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah. Wait, and, and yes. They are they are fast carts to where when they so they basically Eric and Dan with PKC will work you up from the what were they forty miles per hour to fifty carts. And then yeah. at the end of the day, we you move up to the 100 miles per hour plus car. It's not 100 miles an hour, is it? Right? It's 60. <laughs> it'll feel like it. It will. It, it, it'll, it, it'll, about it'll take 60. your breath away. Let, let me put it this way. I go to the gym semi-regularly. And after the... Emphasis on semi. Yeah. After this... I mean, after a full day of karting, but also after finishing up with this more powerful cart, I could not get out of the cart for a while. I had to, <laughs> I had to slowly... 
lift myself up because <laughs> there was a moment where I almost was going to bring it in, Eric. I think we talked yeah. about that. Yep. Because there was a particular corner I was taking, I was taking it as hard as I could. And at some point, I didn't have the neck strength to hold myself up. So as soon as I hit that oh, corner, yeah. I would just collapse into oh, the ground. Like, the G-forces, that's where they wanted me to go, and that's where I went. I mean, let me train my neck for a couple months. Yeah. I'll get yeah. back to you about that. Yeah. You, you can, you like, can pull Gs in these I would, carts that you can't pull in cars. Yeah. Yeah. So. If true. anything else, it's a, it's a wake-up cool. call. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I got to get myself in shape. So, it, <laughs> hey, maybe maybe we'll meet you up there because I, I yeah. ever since we've done it, I want to do it again. Yeah, uh, I need invites open. Show, so. Invites open. Um, but yeah, we'll hopefully see you at the Indy Five Hundred for sure. Uh, either way, hope to have you on the remote show uh, this year shortly. Uh, at Ash Vandelay on Twitter, ashvandelay dot com. Uh, I think most people are probably already familiar with you at this point, but if you've not heard. Uh, check out Twitch. Check out these watch-alongs and live streams. Uh, thanks so much for spending t- some time with us on the show this week. Thanks for having me. We'll be right back on Into the Apex. Don't go anywhere. More Into the Apex is coming up. Tired of getting caught up in the mayhem of Turn 1? So are we. Although we can't protect you from disasters in iRacing, we can protect you and your family from mayhem on the road or at home. The Allstate Javicki Agency proudly protects families in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Give John a call today at 412-561-6239. Mention Mad Sim Racing or Into the Apex when calling to receive a gift card with a qualified quote, no purchase necessary. Into the Apex is going back on the road in 2023, and it's all brought to you by our friends at ProCart Concepts. ProCart Concepts provides top-tier carts, parts, and consumables to the tri-state area and support based out of the Pittsburgh International Raceway. If there's anyone that can get you set in the world of karting, it's Eric and Dan with PKC. Visit ProCartConcepts.com for more information. This episode is brought to you by the racing fans at Great Hire HR. Whether you're hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire will let you keep doing what is important, running your business. For more information, visit greathirehr.com. You've just achieved your greatest accomplishment as a sim racer. Now what? Don't let it become just another stat you never see. Alien Awards is a service run by and for sim racers, creating clearly printed plaques on solid surfaces, something you can display proudly to mark a major victory and show off your team and sponsors. Whether you're an individual driver looking to create a memory or a league owner looking to take your season to the next level, Alien Awards can help. These are quality awards I know because I've won one. There are no setup or design fees and shipping in the U.S. is free. Take your sim racing career to new heights. Visit AlienAwards.net. That's AlienAwards.net. This episode of Into the Apex is brought to you by our partners at Track Racer. Since 2008, Track Racer has been designing and pioneering best value high-end gaming platforms and accessories. Track Racer products are made from the highest quality materials that offer unsurpassed durability. Track Racer is supported by recognizable names such as Haley Deegan, Ross Chastain, Alex Pillow, and Alpine F1 Team. Check them out through the link on our website, IntoTheApex.com, and support the show. 
This is Into the Apex Motorsport Podcast Network. back on into the apex uh closing her out here this week uh tyler bradley eric vukic patrick stein uh i know patrick you are watching the daytona 500 that's that's what's up this weekend is a little bit more daytona just a little bit more people in the real world people in the sim world they're going to get their last dose of it for a, a while uh are you pumped up patrick i mean i feel like you're probably the most pumped among us yeah, uh, after this conversation we just had off mic, uh, apparently I'm the only one who gives a rat's ass. So, yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch it. So I've, I've I have watched the Daytona 500, and you, we all know my New Year's resolution was to watch more. Netflix. I think that was your resolution last year too. That was, it was. Yeah, that was Maybe. last year too. I did watch. So. I did watch the uh, Coliseum stuff. I did not. I didn't even watch that. I may not even watch the Daytona 500 because I'll be. Uh, busy. Well, we all know Bradley's. You, so Bradley's been gone because he's moving into a house he's bought. Yes. So congratulations and fuck you. Yep. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. And then yeah. thank and you then, for that sincere congratulations. Yeah, sincere congratulations. So mine was sincere. Yeah. Oh, it genuinely was. Mine was not. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What's Tyler moving in? Uh, <laughs> Patrick, Patrick, that was an MVP line, and I appreciate that. That was solid. That was solid. I respect that line. I respect that line. Hey, I'm just saying, I do, I do it. I fuck it. Save some money. What? Move in with Bradley? He's not invited. Yeah, He's not invited. Yeah. We we've lived that lifestyle before. Yeah. It's the sad thing is I told house. somebody it's better than an apartment. We've also lived that lifestyle before. Well, the sad thing is I told somebody that we've known for a long time today that I bought a house. And that person said, oh, so, so you and Tyler are living together? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> so it's just assumed the two 32 going on 33-year-old identical twins will just live forever live forever. as recluses in their own co-purchased house. That's just the assumption here at this point. But it's not co-purchased. Well, not. It's all on Bradley. It's not on you, Tyler. So he would you be my, to, Tyler would be my game. tenant. And yeah, in this case, no. I mean, I have not purchased this house with Bradley because... I'm 32 goddamn years old, and uh, that would make he, very he little He says sense. this as though he didn't walk around with it as an option when he first came back uh, to North Carolina. Cause I didn't. I he didn't did live in Ohio it. for a while. That's which, I did, where he did but the show I, from. Yeah, but I didn't declare that as an option. To, I mean, we we co-rented, but we did not co-purchase yeah, a home because that would be a that would be too much. Uh, I mean, it would be a bit much. Yeah, it'd be a little ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so long and short of it is, Bradley, I assume you will eventually be a part of this show, not through our, my home studio, which is Correct. where we are now together. I'm going to have, I'm having uh, a desk custom built to fit my space. Well, that's uh, new to me. What? Next, next weekend. Um, well, that's a little bougie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just fit. paying for materials. A custom fancy, built desk. But it's, it's going to be built to the specs so everything will fit properly in my room. Oh my with God. my rig and everything, and then I will uh, be doing my shows remote, so I can. So I Patrick's can, because, expression right now is priceless. Yeah, desk, uh, <laughs> just go to fucking IKEA, you yeah. bougie fuck. A desk built to 
a desk built to specs? Yes, to measurements who's, of my who room. Who gets a desk built to specs? When you have a, a certain space for your sim room and you need a desk that will fit with the rig and everything else, then I do. Sounds like a, a real asshole. How do you have, like... <laughs> Limited space when you're running VR. You have no like no real monitor. Yeah, but is this a house or a mobile home? No, I'm just yeah. Seriously, it's going to be a hand built desk. I shouldn't have said the word custom because that has a lot of connotation to it. Is it is it being built by Flamingo Trailer Park? Yeah, it's being built by number seven. Is it is it hand built because it's going to be fancy or is it hand built? No, it's not going to be fancy. It's made out of regular wood you would find at the hardware store, painted. And then uh, glossed, like semi-glossed. So it's not any better than a desk you could buy that's pressed at a. Uh, no, it's, the wood is going to be hard, like actual. The wood's going to wood. be hard. Okay, yes. gotcha. It's not going to be that. wafer. It's not going to be wafer board like you would get at, at the Walmart. So it's not going to be laminated wafer. It collapses. Board. Okay. Uh, no, so that's that's what's going to happen. And then I, I was starting to say before you rudely interrupt me. Uh, this is this is what happens when you move the studio twenty miles down the road and you don't want to catch a DUI on the way back from drinking. It. <laughs> on I, I, I feel like you've captured. Not a point. You've captured, Wise choice. Wise yeah, choice. You've captured yes. into the apex quite well. So, so in in lieu of that, all of that, I will be uh, consuming all the Johnny Walker Black Label. From the comfort of my custom sim room, <laughs> your custom, <laughs> custom press board, yes, handmade desk. What's going to go on the handmade desk? Necessarily, uh, my computer monitor, my computer, and on a mic stand. Probably this mic stand because you yeah, need that's it fair. Uh, so your rig is going to be next to that. Correct. That's going to be your space. Yes. Now I am aware of this. I'm aware that you painted your rig slash remote studio room a certain color what was yes. said color um actually it didn't end up being the color um so the, you don't know how to buy paint no okay. no no the plan was to, to color it the the uh, hyundai performance blue mm-hmm. uh, oh my fucking god <laughs> patrick. jesus yeah patrick um, yeah patrick however i demoed that color got a sample and determined that that would be a very very bright color for that room <laughs> so it is a it's a it's blue and it's a similar blue but it's a few shades darker okay. than that so it's a more palatable. So Bradley, you were telling us you were telling us down at, at the twenty four. You know, you you got your your uh, your indie car sign. Okay. So what are what are some of the prize pieces that'll be on display in this room? So I have I do have Patrick an IKEA shelf in the room, and on that right now, and some of the stuff to display on it's here at Tyler's. I'm going to take that with me tonight. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> what are you taking? Uh, I've, the signed uh, Kevin Harvick uh, championship Bush Series car. I mean, I don't know where that is, but okay. it's in one of the toads. Okay, don't you worry about it. Okay, um, but so uh, you don't give a shit about NASCAR. I, I'm fine. Take that. He's care. got the Greg Biffle. One. I, I don't care. Take it. Yeah, what, take what it. now? What next? Um, so Greg I'm, Biffle. Holy cow! Yeah. So uh, I've got. I do have the signed uh, Scott McLaughlin IndyCar, and it's back in its box on that shelf. And I have a smaller die-cast, kind of like Hot Wheels version of his car in front of it. Um, so I've got the IndyCar set up. And then I've got, for some reason, I have a pile of stickers I collected from the IMSA events. I'm just waiting to stick on my new desk. Okay. So nothing So nothing, nothing crazy on display. I will t- I'll take pictures of it for you guys and maybe for the Instagram. No hats? No hats or anything? Hat, other- not right now. 
Okay. Not right now. Um, it's just in the process of being set up. It'll be done soon. Don't worry. Well, don't I know sound, you're jealous, Tyler. Don't sound so impatient with your statement, your words, your phrases. Well, I, I'm just glad to have a sim racing room because everyone needs everyone. Like I could tell, Eric has his space. You yeah. need your sim racing space. Uh, we're in my. my oh, c- come on. What is that in the top top corner there? It's my daughter's doll dollhouse. Yeah. I retract. Yeah, my space. Pat, Eric, my space. Eric, you just... The coolness, Eric, the coolness factor in my head versus what you just exposed, you should never have done that. Because in my mind, you have... To me, I've, I've looked at you in the small bit of space that I see in the camera. I have in my mind said, this is a cool man that has this whole basement space. He, he probably... He looks to be the man that has a mini fridge. Full of Red Bull. I do, Full of I Red do Bull. have a mini fridge right around there. Oh, shit. Not gonna oh, lie. shit. It is, cool, it is, cool points back. It is well stocked. Okay. So what we, it is well folks, stocked. Folks, what we've learned tonight, we've had a lot of discussion. We appreciate having Ash on the show. But what we've learned tonight, first and foremost, is that the cool points that you lose from having a dollhouse in your room are counteracted yeah. by the cool points you gain from having a mini fridge. I would, I would uh, yeah. co-sign with that sentiment. <laughs> Many fridges are clutch. Now, if it was a wine cooler, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a distiller no, in see, my well, studio. I, I, will, I will earn some of it back. If you look over my what would be my right shoulder over the corner here, that is plumbing for the bar that will go in oh, the basement go. here. That's how so, so we'll have plumbing, and that will be beside the sim rig, which is oh. directly to my oh. right. So It's a goddamn millennial's so. delight. Tell me you'll it have is. Edison lighting. Yeah, Edison lighting or get the hell out of here. Edison. Oh, that's Jesus! Fuck, Bradley. Right. Do you have? Have you already? So this is the first time you've. No, owned... but I do have some recessed lighting. Oh. Where? In the living room. That's I, do, a... I've, I do have. I bought a new strip of LEDs for the sim racing room. So all is well. A strip. Yes. Where are you going to put? I in the. No, he's going to say a stripper pole. No, a strip. Like stick, stick on. I could see that. Now, have you guys I seen see a stripper pole? Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of uh, creators, I notice a lot of people that have their clean, tidy gaming rigs and all that. I found uh, like the next evolution of uh, the basic LED strip. It's like these LED hexes. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those? They're yeah. they're a bit high price. They're a little pricey for what they are. They're basically just the LED strips with some like frosted plastic mm-hmm. to make them look more solid. I'm I'm gonna assume you're not doing that. No. Not okay. right now. Not right now. The future is an open book, though. Oh, I'm Bradley. I bought a house. I the can future is an open book. I can buy expensive hex lighting. Yeah. Oh, bye. I can't. I don't think he can actually. If he just bought a house. Yeah. Thanks, no. Patrick. I appreciate. But it. Tyler, you're one to talk. You're you're doing installments on a McLaren hoodie. That's true. Don't you? Doesn't? <laughs> don't you already have a McLaren hoodie? It's not quite a hoodie. It's more of a pullover. It's a pullover. Yeah. Come on. This is more what's of a, a thick, What's the difference? It has a hood. It's more of a thick polyester. Yeah, what's a whoa there? It what's has the a hood. A pullover and hoodie. Thickness, Bradley. No, Thickness. a pullover is like a quarter zip. A hoodie is a hood. With a it's not a kangaroo. quarter zip. You have a kangaroo pocket in it. This is more polyester. We're getting into weeds here, Bradley. <laughs> this is more of a polyester <laughs> thick We're athletic the hoodie. The other one's more of a uh, spandex pullover with a hood Whoa. so Ugh, tyler and spandex yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean folks folks have uh, you, i will folks say this <laughs> folks have you ever left some uh have you ever left a can of biscuits in a hot car in the summertime i will i will say this bradley number one fuck you number two bradley uh, i will say this 
I the the spandex 2022 McLaren Formula One hooded pullover. Uh, certainly, every time I've they put certainly it, hold your biscuit. Down. Well, no, because every time I've put it on, I'm not one that tends to have hard nipples. But every time I put it on, I see my nipples, oh my and God. I don't know how I feel about that. What are you wearing it shirtless? No, is that I, all you wear? That's the thing. I'm not wearing it shirtless. Are you going into a walk-in freezer on purpose? False. I do not have a walk-in freezer. the The fact of the matter is, I'm wearing a t-shirt under it every time, and every time I go to check myself in the mirror in the 2022 McLaren. Wait, why are you doing spandex that? pullover? I see my own nipples. I don't like it. And I don't wear it that often because of the same. So, oh apparently, God, that's where we are. Patrick's face palming. Eric is dying. <laughs> oh, I, I I was losing it there. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I honestly wish I had the last ten minutes of my life back. Well, that, that <laughs> Patrick actually, I think your sense of time is distorted, but but nevertheless, I, I understand oh, how that felt. It just felt like forever. Yeah, hearing about yeah. Tyler's nipples felt uh, like forever. I mean, you Patrick's been in a hot tub with me not once but twice. So Patrick Patrick knows what he's dealing with there. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't need the visual of the. Ugh, yeah. Too much. So wait, what size is that McLaren hoodie? This or what, what, I'm, wear, the what I'm wearing right right now the, on video. No, the other one. The it's, old one. The one, the one with, with the, the black and, the, and the shit. I'd have to go look. I want to say it's an XL, but this is an XL. I was going to take it from you. This is an XL. Hey, it's it's European size. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, We've already covered just like that. I said earlier. It's yeah. Well, see, I you gave European me so I traded uh, Tyler. For his McLaren, this is an XL. The, the 2023 McLaren hoodie is an XL Castor, and I mean it's right there. If I gain any more weight, I'm fucked anymore. So it's <laughs> it's right where it needs to be. So yeah, I yeah European sizes, Americans were were fat slobs. Apparently, I mean there's no better <laughs> way to put it. But but yeah, that's 100. I'm a McLaren fan. I don't deny it. I miss Danny Daniel Ricardo. Um, I'll pull for Lando Norris, but uh, I'm a greater uh, era McLaren IndyCar fan. I think obviously the the listeners know that the longtime listeners. So Bradley, so I'm, those those are your two F1 guys. Is that yeah. is that it, Lando and just because of McLaren or I, I like the team McLaren. I like Lando. Uh, Piastri is new, obviously. Uh, I was a Vettel fan. Uh, I'm an, a Fernando Alonso fan. I mean that's just I mean. Same as my sentiment towards NASCAR is that Harvick, Hamlin, you know, the guys that I may, I mean, Kyle Busch even, a guy that I, I hated when he was a rookie in my peak NASCAR days. Now he's like the last, you know, scion for my era of NASCAR. So I can't pull against him. It's hard. I mean, he's one of the last ones left. I mean, folks like that. So it's interesting how you evolve as you age. Uh, as a motorsport fan, yeah. whether it's F1 or not. I mean, I started F1 as a Lewis Hamilton fan. Uh, I I lost that because of the, here in America, the football, the time Br- Tom Brady phenomenon. He won too much, can't pull against him. Yeah. Or can't pull for, for him, rather. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, I respect him. And I respect those that were there when I first was into something. Because there's something about that changing of the guard and it's like uh, yeah. I'm I'm an old fuck, so that's where I'm at. And in the same way, you hear about you hear about what they've what they've done or what they are continuing to do or how they're driving, and you kind of like 
if you aren't familiar with F1, if you aren't familiar with, you know, the accomplishments of Brady or whatever it might be, I, I am not a football fan at all, but I at least, you know, I've looked up the stats of him compared to other quarterbacks and that type of thing. And same thing with, with Lewis, you look up and you're like, wow, you know, this guy's really doing something. And, and those are the type of people that can bring people into the sport as well. You know, that, that, uh, that everybody, everybody needs more people interested in motorsport, the better off we are. So, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, as we talked about in the first half, um, it's a niche fandom and, uh, the camaraderie that you can get with fellow fans is, is not to be taken for granted uh, in whatever form it comes in. And um, ultimately, I think all of us here and probably most people that listen to this uh, have found that the sim, iRacing, what have you, uh, kind of brings that fandom even greater, I would say. If I'm yeah. going to close the show with a little poetic waxing, it's that. <sighs> Bradley, why do you sigh? I don't know. Just a waxing poetic. Oh, God. That's what we do. You'll poetically wax anything. I will. Tyler, I will. anything. I get, we got to get in our feels about it. We got to get in our feels about it. Uh, special thanks to Ash Vandalay uh, for joining us again. Uh, it's been quite a long time coming. Uh, happy to say friend of the show. Uh, I'm certain we will see, she, see her again uh, this year. Uh, Eric, I'm sure we're going to have you back. Uh, glad to have you as a fixture in the rotation uh, here on the show. And Patrick and Bradley, well, Patrick, you're reliable. Appreciate you guys having me. Bradley, I, if you're back next week, I'll be shocked. But okay. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> My, I won't thank you, but I'll just say you're here and I'll acknowledge that. So I give you credit. When I'm here, the show's funny. I, okay. Maybe. Maybe not. But I give you credit for being here. I give you credit for being here. Uh, Rob, Rob, I mean, you're about to get married, so you get a pass. You get a yeah. pass for yeah, married with everybody in attendance, but you. Correct. But you get a pass, Patrick. Patrick, we're going to send him pictures of us drinking unlimited drinks that's and fine. eating unlimited that's food. Fine. Yeah, on a crystal clear beach. All inclusive. That's fine. Yes, that's fine. That's yes. fine. All inclusive. That's fine. I'll find a I'll seven find. days. Did I mention it was seven days? Uh, I don't think you can handle that, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll check in with you. We'll, well, obviously you can't. We'll check in with you. I'll be here. <laughs> we've, we've never. We have never. We'll do a show. We'll be me and Patrick. Oh, will you? We'll do our show. We'll we'll come to you together live from Mexico. Into the Apex has never taken an off week. I don't believe we won't, Patrick. So pack your laptop. I'll bring a camera. You're. We'll see what happens. No. We'll see what happens. It'll be it'll be in late March. We'll call in. How about that? We'll see. To be determined. Yeah, we'll, to we'll, be determined. Okay. We'll, I will be here. We'll discuss this off the air, Patrick. Yeah, I'll be here. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, check out IntoTheApex.com. The full lineup now of the Into, Into the Apex Motorsport Podcast Network. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. You've been listening to Into the Apex. From Imagine Racing Media. Check out the show's upcoming road trips and join the community at IntoTheApex.com. 